And now, a Goodreads review by Brad. Um, so what? What's the point of this book? All I have to say is that my monthly routine for administering flea and tick medicine to my dog had more action than this book. Girl starts to hear and see a boy dying. People think she's crazy. She goes into a psychiatric hospital. No one believes her delusion. Another random person comes in and sucks the curse out of her. She survives and gets out of the hospital. That's it. The good news here is I just found out that this is a prequel to a series. So that makes me feel better. The series better get better. You dig. (laughs) Other good news. The writing wasn't horrible. The audiobook narrator did some really good voices. And the other bad news (laughs) is boring, forgettable, doesn't make me excited for the sequels, and I hurt my jaw from yawning too much. (laughs) So that's it. Can we wrap this up? (laughs) Thank you for listening to Audio Shelf. (laughs) Welcome to Audio Shelf place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Okay, in a non-ghetto way, can you tell us the stats for this book? Today, we're going to be going over My Soul to Lose. Your voice sounds really weird now. (laughs) (laughs) The author is Rachel Vincent. Two first names, but it's a boy name, so it's kind of weird. Narrator is Amanda Brown Publisher is Harlequin Books, Essay. Audiobook release date is July 8th, 2009. Duration is one hour and 48 minutes. And the genre is urban fantasy, fiction, supernatural, and boring. <laughs> As a little tack on. <laughs> so for our summary, which was taken from Amazon, we have, It was supposed to be a fun day. Shopping at the mall with her best friend. Then the panic attack started, and Kaylee Cavanaugh finds herself screaming, unable to stop. (laughs) Drama. (laughs) Her secret fears are exposed, and it's the worst day of her life. Dot, dot, dot. Until she wakes up in a psychiatric unit. She tries to convince everyone she's fine, despite the shadows she's seeing forming around another patient and the urge to scream that comes burbling up again and again. Everyone thinks she's crazy. Cause ya is. <laughs> Everyone except Lydia, that is. Ooh. Another patient with some special abilities. Dot, dot, dot. Like, she sucks curse. <laughs> she sucks curses. Uh. Okay. So, yes, we found out after listening to this book that it was a digital-only prequel to Rachel Vincent's Soul Screamers series. Mm-hmm. So, But no worries, we looked up some of the other reviews mm -hmm. of the books and found out that they're all not that great. Exactly. And thank God we got this book for free. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So let's talk about the performance of Miss Amanda Ronconi. Yes, please. How did you feel about her voice? I, hmm, I enjoyed it. It wasn't the best. I'm not going to remember her. But it was kind of a little bit lackluster for me at parts. Mm -hmm. And it was a tad bit like she wasn't there for the story as much as I wanted her to be. But I can't say that she was horrible because I think that she would probably be good at somewhere else in another story that was better. 
I agree. Yeah, I thought that the writing didn't do her any favors, but I thought that her voice at the beginning was kind of shaky. Mm, like she kind like, of wanted to cry. At like the beginning. she was nervous? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, she settled into it and she got into a groove and she was mm-hmm. pretty okay. Yeah, her soul was there. Her soul was there to be sucked. <laughs> and so the voices that she used, tell, me, tell us a little bit about how you perceived those. Okay, so some of the characters had accents, Mm -hmm. and I wasn't sure why, because they weren't described as having accents, I didn't think. No, they were completely random. Yeah. I I, mean, maybe they were in the original books. mm -hmm. Like, oh, this girl's from Alabama. Yeah. That's why she has a Paula Deen accent. Mm -hmm. But I didn't have any idea about it. Yeah. And so um, Kaylee has no accent. Kaylee has no accent. I think the only two people that had accents were... The doctor, mm-hmm. or I don't even know if he was a doctor. He yeah. was just described as Paul. Yeah, and he just was there to help. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think he was supposed to be there. Exactly. I think he was a patient. He was, it was probably Shutter Island. Probably. Oh. oh. So the emotion. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the emotion was not there when there was screaming and a cry for help. Yes. There, it was just very help. Please. Is somebody somebody out there because I need help. My friend's dying. Yeah. She kind of saved my life, but she's dead. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I need help. Please. please Call 1-800-HELP. You got a lawyer. (laughs) So the emotion was not there. And I feel as if Amanda Ronconi was kind of bored. And so why put a a lot of emotion into something that wasn't Mm -hmm. written well? Yeah. She kind of put that bored feeling onto us. Sometimes she was great, but I feel the last 15, 20 minutes, she mm-hmm. just sort of fell yeah. downhill. Because there was a part when in the last couple of minutes of the audiobook where everything was unraveling and the mm-hmm. story was kind of coming out. If you didn't tell from my read of my Goodreads review, I had no idea what was going on because there was a lot of information thrown at you in the last couple of minutes and it was very confusing and I thought... Lydia was sucking life out of her or something. I thought she was sucking the curse. But in reality, and you can explain this better since you kind of did some reading on it. Oh, yeah. I couldn't figure out why you were pointing at me. Yeah. I because like, don't put me on the spot like that. Well, you had to you had to read further into the series to find out yeah. what was actually going on. So this isn't a book that you can really pick up before reading the other ones. It's I don't know when it was released, when it was released in relation to all the others. Mm hmm. But it doesn't describe a whole lot, and it doesn't describe why Kaylee is special. So Kaylee is a banshee, and Kaylee's parents were some supernatural thing as well. I don't want to give it away, just because I don't know how much is a spoiler. Yeah. But Kaylee basically can see when people are going to die. And so the first time it happens in this prequel, she's in a Sears Shopping for prom dresses in the bedding section for mm. some reason. Bedding section? Oh, I remember. Oh. Yeah. She and her friend Emma, who Amanda does a great job at differentiating between those two voices. Yes. Because Kaylee has a higher pitched, more naive sounding voice, mm-hmm. while Emma's more kind of... Like laid back and chill. Calculated, and... mm-hmm. kind of, because they were kind of scheming about getting back at Kaylee's ex-boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend. Anyway, yeah. that's besides the point. Kaylee sees this boy in a wheelchair who's bald. It was obviously sick. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I'm evil. I need I need the soul sucked from me. Oh. 
<laughs> not right now. Um, <laughs> that's nothing to do with closed doors. <laughs> that's for later. Um, she sees this kid and she sees a shadow around him and she starts screaming. And then, I don't know, later on she talks about how she knows that boy is going to die. And I'm like, I knew that boy was going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, he is, he has cancer. He He's is sick. On death's bed. He is going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're not special because you can see shadows mm-hmm. around a boy who's obviously sick. And Kaylee as a character was so annoying. How many times you gonna tell us that you don't belong in the hospital? Yes. We get it. Oh my God. We got it so many times. We get it. We got it the fifth time. Ugh. And the sixth time. And she's like, you want dinner? Um, no, because I won't be staying here much longer. I'm thank you. I'm be here. Um, I won't put together this puzzle, but thank you for getting it for me because I'm not going to be here very long. Mm-hmm. I won't sit down and watch an episode of Spongebob because I'm not even going to be here for the yeah. whole 30 minutes. You don't have to do my laundry because I'm just going to wear it out of here. Yeah. Today. Why do I need a suitcase? Ugh, this isn't a hotel. She was a baby. She was really annoying. Yeah, she was. And no wonder her ex-boyfriend broke up with her. Oh! Dang! Fighting words. Burn! But accurate. So what do you think about the pacing of the novel? Even though it was only an hour and 48 minutes, it felt really long. I felt like I was listening to a full-length audiobook. Yeah. And I was like, are you sure this is only an hour and 48 minutes? Yeah. I started doing other things. Mm-hmm. And then sort of lost some of the details in there. But thank goodness Sean was listening. We listened to it in the car. And mm-hmm. I started doing other things yes. to avoid listening to it in the car. Exactly. I was driving on my way home from a work event. And I could not wait to get home. Yeah. Because that means I would have to turn off the audiobook. Yeah. And the car. And, and the car. Like, and just like, get there. out of there. You know, get out of the driveway. You know. I just, I could not wait to finish this. And I was like, oh my God, thank God I have 13 minutes. Oh, this long is 13 minutes of my life. Oh, yeah. thank God I have five minutes. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, why did I have to drive an hour away to work and then come home? And it was just miserable. It really was. So I just despised this book. I gave it a, a one on Goodreads. I thought you gave it a two. I gave it a two on Goodreads. Two, because I feel like the paranormal aspect of it is different than anything that we've seen. Yeah. But a two, because the writing was horrible. Mm-hmm. It's not a normal, like, vampire werewolf. They fall in love and then they imprint and some other weird stuff happens. I mean, it's like banshees and demons mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. Kind of like Anna dressed in blood. blood. A little bit like that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Except... I actually liked Anna Dressed in Blood more than this one. <laughs> exactly. Which is saying something about how bad this book was. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like Anna Dressed in Blood. But I loved Anna Dressed in Blood. I know you did. <laughs> I judge you for it every day. <laughs> so the interest of the narrator, I feel it was not there. I feel like she could have been, you know, have, having more fun picking her toenails. That's <laughs> uh. <laughs> all I'm saying. It's like, oh toenails get my clippers you know gotta <laughs> get thought, the hangnail i thought since she had some interest in the middle section mm-hmm. but then when it got to the parts that required her to scream and like actually be a banshee she did not yeah she was like ah, like, ah, ah help me guys guys i'm screaming yeah it was very weird 
Yes. We've heard narrators that actually describe their character as screaming and mm-hmm. they put that into yeah. their reading. It's 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 rough and loud and vocal. Yeah, it has a lot of like tears and mm-hmm. stuff. And the, you feel the, the nodules in your neck tighten and expunge. Ew. Sorry. I think that's the grossest word possible. <laughs> sponge. <laughs> you get me. Mm-hmm. So would you shelf it Mm -hmm. or shove it or share it with your enemy? Oh, I would definitely share it with my enemy, tie them up in a chair and let them listen to this on repeat. But to answer the question, I would shove it to the pits of hell. Damn. (laughs) What about you? I would, I would give your copy in hell a friend and shove my own. Good, good. Mm -hmm. So they'll die together. Yes. So, this concludes our episode of My Soul to Lose. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Please like us on Facebook to follow along with all of our other weird books that we may shelf or we may shove. And please follow us on Twitter where Brad is very, very active and always interacting with everybody. Our handle is at AudioshelfMe. And subscribe to us on iTunes Podcast, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And if you want two free audiobooks for the price of free, please go on our website and click on the Audible affiliate link to download a 30-day free trial and get two free audiobooks. Please do not get this book. I think it's free anyway, but don't even waste the time pressing download. Yes. Get two other books that are amazing. And it's what, like fourteen ninety five a month afterwards and you get a free credit every month? Yes. Make me scream like a banshee. Oh, so good. Until next time, don't die. Why is it? <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, don't have shadows around you. Don't suck souls. <laughs> Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Narrator is Amanda... Damn it! (laughs) Is it Roncani? I don't know. Why do we do this? Ron... Ronnie... Fettuccine? Ron Coney. We would have never gotten that. Never. Even though it's exactly how it's phonetically spelled. (laughs) She tries to convince everyone she's (laughs) fine. (laughs) (laughs) I try to hold it in. I try to hold it in. I try to hold it in. It's too hot in here for that. It is. It is. (laughs) All right, where do I have to restart? (laughs) Not tricky. Ah, tricky on it. What did we talk about already? Should we just go into shelf it or shelf yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So that concludes our episode. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Audio Shelf. And you can find us on Facebook. Give us a like to stay tuned and wait a second. Should we do that over again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>